Hello and welcome to the Gigatorium podcast number 74. So, as always, going to stick a spoiler alert at the beginning of this. We are talking about the season finale of Snowpiercer. We're talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're talking about God of War, Alien Isolation, Jackbox Party Games and we're talking about Jedi Fallen Order. We have a sodium story involving Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool, and we have a fantastic five all about Easter eggs. If you do enjoy this podcast, please hit subscribe if you haven't done so already, and uh, why not leave a review if you can on whatever platform that you're listening to. And of course, share this on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're on all of them. Just search for The Geekatorium. And if you want to throw a little bit of extra support our way, you can do so by joining us on Patreon. Sign up for one of the tiers and you'll get access to a whole host of extras. But without further ado, let's go into the podcast. I'm very, very tired. Why so? Uh, because, uh, and we'll get into it when we talk about things that we were watching. Um, basically, I, I, I watched uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League another six times this week. No, no, that's a lie. That is a lie. Rick has his head in his hands right now. It's a lie, Rick. It was. I was. I was playing for laughs. I was the playing for laughs. It's a lie. <laughs> yeah, I played it for laughs. Did it work? No. So the reason I'm tired... It'll be even funnier if I insert canned laughter in that silence. <laughs> Where's your stream deck? You've got that. Uh, <laughs> I but I, I, I stayed up uh, last night to make sure that I had something specific for us to talk about today. Because okay. I didn't want to stretch it out any longer than it needed to be. Right. So uh, I was up until about quarter past three. So oh my I am, God. And then I've been at work all day today. Uh, I had a 20 minute power nap before this mm. podcast and I have a glass of wine in my hand. I am ready to go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> I love it how you sent me a selfie again uh, from work just to prove yeah. that you were awake. Uh, that, was, that was my favorite part. It's of today. true. It's true. I have to prove that I'm awake to some people because yeah. they, yeah. they just don't believe me. I, I, I genuinely believe you're a walking corpse. <laughs> And the hair just keeps growing. You're that's, just that's dead that's, inside. That's <laughs> no way, no way. You're in your late thirties. That's what it meant. That's yeah. That's well. That's that's the default setting. Dead inside, right? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> the, brilliant. The, the feeling of inner youth is is long gone. It's long gone. <laughs> the only exuberant thing is my hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Are you all right? How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I um, I've I'm tired uh, as well. I think tired is my default. Um, mm. It is like the baseline is that I'm just constantly tired. But no, I've had I've had a lovely day today. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some like listen. I'm gonna gonna have to talk about some adult stuff for a second. Not like okay. not only fans. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> like response, Yeah, adulting. Uh, I, yesterday, uh, took Ooh. a delivery 
of yeah. uh, well, not to, it's to deliver on Thursday, but yesterday I put together our new garden furniture. And Ooh. yeah, we sat outside. Me and my wife sat outside in the cold sun. It was colder than it seemed. <laughs> <laughs> but we sat outside and had our dinner next to our fire pit. It was glorious. That sounds wonderful. Oh, I felt like such an adult. Mm. Mm. Like what sort of fire pit is it? Is it like in, in the ground or does it come up or what? what, what how, how, oh, no, how it was done? just a car we found. I just set it on fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a in police the van. The police had wheeled it into the place and <laughs> just set it on fire just so we could blame. No, um, no, we've got this uh, metal fire pit thing sits above mm. ground that we got given to us and so, so it it's just, a trash can fire it's a trash can fire it's exactly that awesome. exactly a kent fire uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um Very so good. that's that I'm, I'm yeah so i've done that and i've had a nice saturday um chilling really yeah, what's easter weekend yeah you know, it's easter yeah. weekend i can't complain you got yourself a load of chocolate oh god too much chocolate <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there such we've a got thing. none we've got no <gasps> chocolate no we have a cake okay well that's chocolate it's cake. fine but it's not chocolate but oh. but but we're doing we're doing the thing that we should always do that? which is waiting until it's after easter and everything is on sale oh you say that i was at the shop this morning to do my uh do our food shop our weekly food shop mm. and uh the easter eggs were already knocked down in price no, you got to already. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say you got to ask if they were sold out. You got to do the under the table stuff. No, 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 no. They, so you they get were, the good they, stuff. They, they had a ton on the shelf that were like marked down, and I was like, you know, it's tomorrow. Does that work for Christmas yeah. Eve as well? No, I wish it did. No, that's what Black <laughs> Friday's for. That's what Black Friday's uh, for. They just decided they moved it like a month in advance, the day before Christmas sales. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're so tired because of things you've been watching, mm. I guess we should jump into it. What have you been watching? So, so I had, to, and again, because I still, I was so reluctant to watch episode seven of Snowpiercer because I was mm. so done with it. Yeah. I was so done mm. um, that, that I ended up having to watch three episodes mm. last night. And because I wanted to watch your stream, I wanted to watch you be scared on Alien Isolation. <laughs> I so I had to wait until after that was done. Yep. And then you started Jackbox as well. So I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, now I've got now I've got to stay up even longer. <laughs> so so I ended up after after that was all done, mm. uh, I, I, I've put on three episodes of Snowpiercer, making yep. sure I skipped the intros and mm. so so that I could yeah. maximize the amount I could watch. And you know what? I really enjoyed those last three episodes. I really enjoyed them. So did I. I, I was like, where has this show been? Where has this show been the whole season? I was so annoyed with myself. I, not annoyed with myself. I was annoyed with the show. I was like, how? How are you this good at this moment? And <laughs> still Melanie's gone. Supposedly. Spoilers. 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 Yeah, we haven't seen her body. So No, but like... So like but but so written out like of the yeah. like I, fa I found out that it's more to do with her having other professional commitments ah. uh, that's that, that 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 they kind of cut her role short. I think that's right. I might be wrong. Happy to be corrected. But, but that's to be what fair, I read. like I'm I'm all for her her daughter having a bigger role. Like, yeah. Oh, she really came into her own in those last episodes. All of the, look, all of them did. 
All of them did, but here's here's the thing that's again more, really frustrating because the the whole season has been so dull, so boring. It's it it was the Josie of seasons, and the thing that's so frustrating about it is it's not the fault of anyone in the show. Mm. They're all wonderful. They're yeah. all giving really good performances. And that's the weird thing where you're watching something going, how can you all be this good in a show that's not working? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're all good, mm. but for some reason it's not, it's like having the finest ingredients and coming out with dog food. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. I totally agree. It's, it's madness. This whole season has been like a real stretch like it's been really a slog and it almost lost me. I, I lost my mm. faith in the show at one point. I'd lost my trust yeah. in the show at one point yeah. because of the way that they handled, you know, the, the, the suicide stuff. But the, especially the finale, the last two episodes were just like, oh, this is season one good again. Mm. Like yeah. you had, as you said, all the actors knocking it out of the park. Mm. Ruth, what a turnaround for her! Like she could be the lead from now on. Yeah, like I, she, she was so fucking brilliant. Yeah, so brilliant. But like a full redemption of her character in these last three episodes yeah. that that worked, that she mm. deserved, and it was just like phenomenal. Then you had like, well, Alex, you know, uh, mm -hmm. brilliant. She was absolutely brilliant. Um, the character that we found really boring suddenly being the hero on the yes. outside of the train. Suddenly yeah. it was like, shit, you're actually cool. Like, yeah. That worked for me as well. And then just in the greatest moment in the whole finale, Sean Bean reenacting the greatest showman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, hold on. There is. I've just. You just made me think, though. There was one. There was one part of the whole three episodes or the t the two part finale yeah. that I did go. What are you thinking? <laughs> go on. The song. Oh yeah. yeah. It was. It was. It was so out of place. Mm. Like th like he would just let him get up from the table. Like he's threatening their lives, and he's like, "Mind if I?" What if I just go all Chris Martin on you and play a piano song? <laughs> I mean, it was either let him play the piano or he was going to get his guitar out and start playing Wonderwall. <laughs> and, and for the fact that he probably hasn't played the piano in Ever. at least, what, like seven yeah, years yeah, they've been course. on there? At least seven yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. After seven weeks, I can perfectly. barely play a guitar. <laughs> just perfectly. That's yeah. just, no. And 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 and, it, and I feel like they're trying to redeem him because he was he was such a twat in the yeah. first season. Yeah, yeah. And they have they haven't done it. They haven't redeemed him in my eyes. No, like no, well, like, no. He's, he's, that's because he's with the psycho. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. they were trying to redeem her, and then all of a nah. sudden they completely did not redeem her. Uh, I just, but but everything else, like those those are the two characters that I really couldn't care less about. Yeah. The rest of it, though, as you're saying, Ruth so so well done um the fact that seeing people finally come around to the fact that wilford is evil mm. like the uh the russian yeah um, oh uh, my god man. when he down like oh what a what a moment 
when he gives him the coin yeah. and then, then hits him on the arm and Leighton's like, oh shit. <laughs> it's like, that hurt my arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but that was, so it was all of it just so well done. And yeah, as we said, how come it wasn't, it had energy. It had life. I it mean, had, I, I guess, yeah, it I just, guess the oh. argument is, I guess the argument is that the season was setting up for this moment. Like you, 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 that's the argument is that the, the reason we like everything that's happened in this season comes together in these last three episodes and we wouldn't have these last three episodes if we didn't have the slow build up that we did. It just felt like that if they just injected a little bit more energy into those episodes, I probably would have cared more or enjoyed mm. it a little bit more. Um, also feels like they stretched things out unnecessarily in some parts as well over the season. Mm. Yes. I mean, maybe it was, maybe they had different scripts and then the, if if it is true of these professional commitments that Jennifer Connelly had, maybe things were supposed to be different and things mm-hmm. had to be kind of rejigged. I don't know. That's pure speculation, pure speculation. I'm good at that. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is, is that I, I, I really enjoyed those last couple of episodes. Yeah. I'm not sure the rest of the season is worth it. That's the debate to be had. Was the rest of it worth it for those two episodes? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, but, but I'm furious that I do want to watch season three. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Me too. I'm furious about me it. Me too. <laughs> like I'm gonna watch it begrudgingly. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's mainly why I'm tired because that, yeah. after I watched that as well, I thought, God damn it! Yeah, I enjoyed it, and yeah. I was I had like this feeling of joy that made it difficult to get to sleep after. Angry so I was like, joy. <sighs> Ang- angry joy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Angry. Angry. I was angry. <laughs> Don't oh I my hear god! That I, all sound, the time. I, I sound like I'm from Birmingham. All yeah, of a sudden, yeah. neither of us are from Birmingham. No, but you live there. Yeah, and oh. anyway, <laughs> what else have you been watching? I mean, I guess I know what else you've been watching. The, the, the other thing, the other thing, uh, which was also very good, uh, mm. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. That Zemo. was very good. It's it's Zemo. Fucking like how how good was he? officially Baron Zemo now. Yeah. I think they've retconned that slightly though. Yeah, I I, I wondered that a little bit because in, in, in Ultron, they never sort of touched on that. And not Ultron, you mean Civil War? Civil War, sorry, Civil War. Yeah, yeah Civil War. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, well, they um, touched on his dad in Civil War though because in Civil War, when he talks about his family, he talks about how his dad helped save them, uh, save like, or try to save them. Yeah. He he does talk about his dad in Civil War. So now it turns out he's the he was a baron, uh, a wealthy baron, and Zemo is the the. the, the I'm, that I'm just thinking yeah. like I guess like they insinuated, they didn't actually go into his background at all, really. Apart from that, he had a wife and kids. Yeah, yeah, true. And his father, and he lost them all. I mean, that can happen to anybody. It like, was just vague enough. Yeah, I suppose. But then, like, also like. The whole thing is Zemo in the comics is Baron Zemo. So he is. So um, it was brilliant seeing him be full blown. What? (laughs) Mm. I was not expecting the collaboration. I wasn't actually expecting that. Oh my God. The scene where Bucky revealed, like where they're in the garage and he was just hypothetical. 
fucking brilliant. awesome that scene. Yeah, it was brilliant. It, it was, was brilliant. So like, what well did you do? <laughs> yeah, what did you do? Um, the relationship between Sam and um, Bucky is wonderful. I love mm-hmm. it. I love how antagonistic mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. without being over the top. And the other thing I enjoyed, so, so I really enjoyed that. I really it's enjoyed, Riggs and Myrtle. That's what it is. Yeah. It's Riggs and Myrtle. It's Enjoyed Zemo uh, coming back in. Yes. Uh, Agent 13 was interesting. Um, Do you get the vibe mm-hmm. that she is the power broker? Yeah, I was wondering if that could be a thing. I was getting the I wasn't getting that vibe until uh she 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 getting into the car her getting into the car and being like very bossy mm. um but then thinking back she lived in a very nice place yeah yeah she lived I, in a I, I very nice place either she's is the power broker or she's working for the power broker it's yeah, one of like those very two close things. with yeah, yeah 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 it's one of those two things it's definitely it's yeah, it's not. I don't think it can be anything else. Um, but the other thing I want to is um, the cracks in John Walker. Yes, brilliant. Like yes, I'm. What well, I'm glad. I'm actually. I know you were. You were a bit miffed about it in the first episode. Him being revealed right at the end, like it happening yeah. so quickly. Yeah. I'm glad that they did it that quick, and now they're showing the cracks already. You know mm. that because like for me. It's showing that they rushed this decision as well. They didn't quite pick the yes. right person. Yes. Um, but I also think it's, I think this season is only six episodes. It's not like WandaVision. I don't think it's nine, yeah, it's yeah. six. So but we're I, already halfway. Oh my God. But I love that bit, wasn't it? Do you know who I am? It's like, oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah, well, Steve not wouldn't America. do that. That's, yeah. what, that's what Kelly, Kelly we watch it, me and Kelly watching it together and she just goes, Steve wouldn't have shouted like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the point, isn't it? He's not Captain America. No, he really isn't. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, does, does he end up being US agent by the end of it? Does he, are we going to see, are we going to see him turn into a bad guy? Because in the comics, he kind of starts off as one, not a villain per se, but you know. Anti-hero. Yeah. Right. Does he do that? Or do we just see him not be worthy of the shield and I would like what I would like to see. This is what I would like to see. I would like to see him give the shield, give the shield, and then redeem himself. Yes, yeah, so that's what work I, together with them. That's, that's what I would like. So, hundred percent. That's what I would prefer. I'd love to see that. Um, and then he beca- That's where he comes. U.S. agent instead of yeah. Captain America. I, I'm, he, I'm with I'd you. like him. I would like him to be. The Han Solo in the Battle of Yavin mm. turn up at the last minute and, uh, you know, be the Millennium Falcon and be like, woohoo, now blow yeah, this thing and let's get yeah. out of here. I'd like, yep. like to see him do that. I don't want to see him be obviously Han Solo, but to be that role, to that's how he redeems himself is that they wouldn't be able to succeed in whatever the end game is, no pun intended, mm. um, whatever the end game is, I'd like to see him play a role in being, you know, critical to their success. So that, that, that's, yeah, that's something I'd like to see. So, and the other thing I've enjoyed in this episode as well is the, so they're doing in this, what they did with Thanos is that they're giving the bad guys depth Mm. Mm -hmm. and they're giving them a point where you go, oh no, I can totally see why you're fighting. I I, I can see what I, you know what? 
given the circumstances, I I might make the same decisions that they made because yes. it's you know they they moved well, on. Th- well, she, she are you talking about Carly? The the, the well, no. The, so the whole thing is is they they survived the blip. They spent five yeah. years trying to build their own life and getting over yeah. everything, and then were displaced when everyone came back. They lost mm-hmm. their house. They lost everything because it had to be given back to the people yeah. who were blipped. I get, I get, like, she wanted to be a teacher. She wanted to do this, that, the next thing. And she'd spent five years doing that. And now she was being told they had to go back in five years. And, uh, yeah, I get it. Don't think, don't think bombing a place with people inside it is the way to go about it. Now, yes, there is your, (laughs) there is your issue. That's where she might have gone a little bit too far. Um, the caveat of caveats. Yeah. (laughs) But I do, like, I get it. I get, like, there's a point where you, like, there is a point where you're going, oh, I see. You know, it's mm-hmm. the same way that Thanos, you go, oh, yeah. yeah. I see. You I go, wouldn't yeah, do that. I see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you wouldn't do that. It's it's like, you're like, I mean, Thanos, yeah, he's, he's doing this. I mean, you this got a point. You, you got, got a point. You got a point. Just don't kill the Asgardians and don't throw your daughter off a cliff. Yeah. Just, just, just that's all we're saying. There's got to be another way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so no so I, why not create more resources than take half the people away well that's the whole right so oh <laughs> right 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 okay we're gonna go into this we're gonna go into this very, very quickly. the debate this is an argument that i've heard over and over again is like why mm. thanos is not a realistic villain is because no one would do what thanos does uh people oh, would, they would of course they, they would go, why don't you just create you've got all that power just re just create more resources mm. um and i'm like but He's, if that was the case, we wouldn't have any of the horrific things that have happened in our own history. Like, of the course, actual, yeah. People do things because they believe, people do horrific things because they believe they are doing the right thing. And that's mm-hmm. what was so scary about Thanos is that he genuinely believed he was doing something for the good of the universe. He believed he was doing the right thing. I've got a connection, but continue and then um, we'll come back to this. And that's, that's what's so scary because we've seen we've actually seen people actual people in history do yeah. those things and not in history yeah. still do it nowadays as well and also in other fictional shows because actually the reason like thanos had if you want to go into it thanos had a point sure mm. sure but his intentions were not as pure as he made out because no, no. he wanted people to love him yes, and be grateful it. for yeah. it. Yeah. He was Wilford. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Especially as we found out Wilford culled half of his crew yeah. on Big Alice. Yeah. Like so he thanos his his crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I find that that that's that's where it comes down to. Like and that's what's going to happen with Carly is if it she if she's been get, like put at a crossroads, sure she'll bomb people and kill them for the cause and all of that. But will it come down to like does does she want to do it so she can become a teacher or does she want to do it for some other reason? Exactly, and that's that that's what separates her from sort of hero and villain because villains mm-hmm. are very like uh, a villain is very self-motivated motivated for selfish reasons where a hero yes. is motivated outwardly um but yeah i enjoyed it really really enjoyed it all of it all of it was really good what about though and this is the thing that everyone's talking about so we should talk about it the big x-men link did i miss that 
Madripoor, the actual place. Oh yes, place, of course. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is yeah, mainly yeah, yeah, associated yeah. from the X Men comics. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Like that's. I mean, that that's that's not just a seed. That's like a sapling that's been planted. <laughs> the roots is, are already taken this hold. Is, this I mean, is very true. This is very true. I mean, it's like, like that's big. They I may mean, as well have said Genosha. Well, I mean. This is like when they turned around and said Wakanda. Um, mm. And oh, lo and behold, Black Panther yeah. movie. So, Speaking of Wakanda, that ending of the episode. Yes. Like, what a brilliant person to bring in. Like, recognisable enough to know what's going on, but not important enough to be the biggest cameo ever. The stuff that worries me, not worries me, I guess, that, that this was made like while Chadwick was still alive. Mm. So what is the situation going to be? Have they, because they, they did continue filming during COVID. Yes. So would they have changed some stuff to plant the seed? We're talking a lot of seed planting today, but of T'Challa not being around anymore. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, and it's, it's one of those things that I feel a little bit... Um, almost dirty discussing it. Does that make sense? It's like we, we, of course. we, we, we discuss a lot of things on this podcast and mm-hmm. speculate about a lot mm-hmm. of things, but for some reason, and I don't know, I, 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 I guess it's just out of respect for, you know. Oh, absolutely. I, the it's thing- weird. It's one of these ones that I just don't want to speculate on it. I don't of course feel like, not. No, no. I don't feel like we should. I think we should let- I think we should let them work it out and I'd be interested to see how they do. But it also, it also feels like that anything that they do, whether how, however the best intentions they do it, will still be received wrong by certain people. Well, I've, I've, this is not the way to do it. This is, oh, this is completely blah, blah. You can just hear it. You can just oh, hear the conversations on, before they on, happen. We, 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 we've, we've had this conversation so many times. Snyder Cut. Um, <laughs> it's no matter what people do, it's, you know, yeah. it's always wrong. So... Yeah. I would like to think though, and because it must have got to a point and not to, you know, dwell on this too much, but Chadwick Boseman kept his illness very, very secret, like to the point where the writers and directors and producers at Marvel did not know that he was ill. So when he did pass away, it was a huge shock like Ryan Coogler had submitted the script of Black Panther 2 and then Chadwick Boseman died so they've obviously rewritten obviously pretty much everything I imagine from from the ground up because that story can't be told and I wonder if it got to a point where Chadwick he see obviously was confident enough that he would make Black Panther 2 Surely at the point where he knew that that wasn't going to happen, he made his wishes known to someone, whether written down or video message or anything, to say, this is what I would like. So that, because inevitably, whenever they release something, people are going to say, this is not what Chadwick would have wanted they can go, actually, it was exactly what he wanted. All of these were his suggestions. I wonder if something like that, again, speculation, maybe in bad taste, but I don't know 
if not bad taste, but certainly just like inappropriate in some way to think that that might have happened. But at the same time, maybe it did. I don't know. There's, there's so much to think about. Yeah. As I said, not one that I want to speculate on. Um, so we'll just let it unfold. I just want to let it unfold and see what happens. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Definitely. What else? Anything else? Um, well, I, I managed to watch an entire season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, but that was because it all appeared on Netflix the mm. seventh mm. season. So we, we watched all of that really quickly. Uh, it was only like 13 episodes, so yeah. it was just yeah. like done. And uh, it was fine. It's not the best season. I've, I, it was one of those seasons where I thought, I haven't seen any of this. I have seen more of this than I thought. Ah, okay. And uh, it was fine. It was good. Uh, one thing I did start start though and i feel the same way you did when you started this i have seen three episodes of Shit's creek ah. I, it, I i'm not there yet yeah yeah no i'm not there yet it's 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 yeah I, I i'm it's such a weird one it it took me a whole season to get into it and usually i give something three episodes and that's it. If it doesn't get me after three episodes. Yeah, I, I'm, I've done three and yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, not there. Yeah. It's not wacky enough for what it's trying to do. And it's not sincere, sincere enough. enough. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. It's, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't quite know what it is. I will say, by the time I finished it, mm. I was in tears. And I okay. loved it. And I okay. loved it. Like, okay. I loved the characters. I loved everything about it. But it took a long time to get into it, to understand what it is. I still can't even explain what it is. It's, mm. you know, it's billed as a comedy. I wouldn't call it a comedy. Like, it is a comedy, but yeah. it's not a comedy. But it's not even a drama. It's it's something in between those. And I don't know what it is. It's what they would call a dramedy. No, mm, a comma. No, wait. <laughs> no, no, that, that's actually a term. No, dramedy. no, I know, I know, I know it is. But I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> yeah, trying to, I'm trying to put it the other way because you know it's uh, not uh, that. Kamama, uh, mama. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, it's, it's. Stick with it. Really? Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to trust you on this. I, I'm, I, I understand where you, I fully understand where you're coming from with this one. Mm. Fully understand. Mm. Okay. 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 But that's it. That's, that's everything I've watched. Cool. That's everything I've watched. Cool. And I've watched, uh, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) With, 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 with commentary. Funny commentary though. It was very funny. By the end by the end of it, they were all in Joker makeup and I thought it was hilarious. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what have you been watching? Um, I finished Solar Opposites. Oh. Oh. I just don't Is get that still it. a thing? Yeah. Is it still a thing? Yeah. What what is it? What is it about you and me that really don't get this show? I don't know. But like one of our criticisms is that this is like the wish.com of Rick and Morty. Yeah. 
this episode that I watched, which I think is this, uh, this is season finale, just mm. doubled down on it. Oh no. Yeah, like I was watching it going, this is just Rick and Morty, but not as good. Like I could just watch Rick and Morty right now. See, at least with like, say, Family Guy, and you go, well, it's just The Simpsons. It's not The Simpsons. No. Simpsons can't be no, this no, no, rude. No, 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 no. Simpsons a better, can't be this risky. Um, a better comparison would be watching American Dad uh, versus yeah. Family Guy yeah. and going, well, it's just Family Guy, but he's in the CIA. And you go, and then you go, but but actually American Dad on its own is actually really, really good. It is. In fact, yeah. in some ways, I think it's better than Family Guy right now. Yes. Um, but the point is that's that is an example. So if you look at shows like... American Dad versus Family Guy, uh, Futurama versus mm-hmm. The Simpsons, Frasier versus Cheers. Yeah, mm. these are shows that are based on a uh, have either been created by the same creator or are based loosely on something from the previous show. Like Frasier was loosely based on Frasier that was in Cheers. The actual yeah. character, they changed the character massively for his own show. Well, yes, yeah, because then they, they to, to be to it to be fair, they did like write it into the yeah yeah show. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, he said that you were dead about his dad. It was like well, you said what? Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it turned into a whole thing. I was, that's great. It's a I nice love, way I love of- that. But the point is, is like you watch The Simpsons and then you watch Futurama, and yes, they look similar in terms of the styling. Ooh. They're completely different shows. Oh yeah, wildly. Um, if you watch American Dad and Family Guy, which are closer in terms of styling, but there's again, they're different shows. You know, American Dad doesn't rely on the cutaways as Family Guy does. Yeah. You know, well, and also Seth MacFarlane is a much more talented voice actor who sounds so different with every voice he does. Exactly. Sure, you can hear certain intonations and go, "Well, that's clearly Seth MacFarlane," but you're not going to go. Well, Peter Griffin and uh, uh, what, what fuck? What's his name? All of a sudden, it's gone from Stan. Yeah. Uh, Peter Griffin and Stan, they, they they don't sound the same. Yeah, they don't. They sound very they different. Yeah. I don't get it. There is there is an audience out there. There is a fan base for Solar Opposites because it has been renewed for a third season. Mm. There is a fan base out there. Like it's not getting her. Like if you go into Rotten Tomatoes, it's getting not not amazing numbers, but. So it's not terrible. It's mm. pretty solid. Like, but I'm watching it going, I don't, this is just a bad version of Rick and Morty. Yeah. And so why am I watching this? Cause and, I, and then you're also thinking, this is why it's taken so long for every season of Rick and Morty to come out because yeah. he's working on this shit. Yes. Yeah. Well, it turns out Dan Harmon makes everything better, but we saw that happen in community. What have you been playing this week? I've really only been playing one thing. Well, I, look, I, I played like, I played some Jackbox with my subscribers on my channel, and yeah. that is always a joy. And I know mm. you did the same thing. Yeah. It's it's my face hurt from laughing and smiling <laughs> the whole night. Uh, it was just wonderful. And those look, who makes those games? I can't think of it off the top of my head, but whoever makes those games. Well done. <laughs> well done. I mean, I'm sure you're you're just using Flash to yep. make them. Well done. <laughs> they are really good games. Yeah. Like yeah. proper good party games. Yeah. Like perfect. Someone 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 just said, let's make a the best game in the world out of 
putting a name on a piece of paper and sticking it to your forehead. Yep. That's that. It's it's just a, 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 a hyper version of that. I love those games they so do. much. And you, part of me, part of me is angry that I had no part in making those games because they are so brilliant. And I'm just like, why is this so perfect to my sense of humor? Yeah. It really winds me up. because I'm just like, I, I want, can I make, can I work for you? <laughs> <laughs> can I do that? Please give me a yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd totally. love to write for you because t- listen, I can play those games pretty well. Some days, no, I have my off days on Jackbox. That's the thing. You can tell when you've had an off day. <laughs> when, when you play Jackbox and you go, I am not feeling creative enough for this game right now. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you are just, it, it, everything you write is gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the stars align. Yeah, I know. That. Uh, but yeah, that's good. The other thing that I've been playing is, of course, it's a God of War game. Of course, yeah. But it's God of War 2. Okay. Uh, and God of War 2 genuinely is probably my favorite of the lot uh it's just got the best story Mm -hmm. the best epic feel i remember doing it on the stream and there's this bit where all you're doing is walking on a long chain yeah but the camera angle like moves out you're still controlling it but the camera angle moves whilst you're like and it shows you just the scale of what you're doing the directing who the the people who directed this game? Just brilliant. I think his name was Corey Barlog. The second uh, it was David Jaffe for the first one. Corey Barlog for the second. Mm. No, Corey Barlog did the third. My mistake. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, whoever directed it, it's just so good. It shows you the scale of it. Um, and the best thing for me that I liked the most was yeah. I got to fight Theseus. Mm. I got to fight Theseus. And after WandaVision, Theseus is very much in the public consciousness now. (laughs) He wasn't really before. He's now getting his dues. Good old Theseus. But I kill Theseus quite viciously. I open a door. I put his head on the floor and I close the door on his face maybe 30 times. Did you Vinnie Jones in? I did. I've, I I did. I I kingpinned him. Yeah, that's because that's, that's, that's kingpin does that in the yeah. first series of did Daredevil. You, did you bride him? I, I brided him. Yes, yes. But the thing was, and look, I'm I'm one of those joke writers where if 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 if, if I'm proud of something. I'm going to tell everyone about it. So I'm going to mm. say it on this podcast as well. Okay. Was where we did, we did the thing. And I just afterwards, I went, if we were to put the head of Theseus back together, would it still be the head of Theseus? <sighs> <laughs> and honestly, I could have ended the stream there. I felt that good about that joke. <laughs> what is the sound of one hand clapping? It's Rick Carranza on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well done, buddy. Well done. So I, listen, it's one of the first jokes I've written in about a year. Okay. So, <laughs> so I, I, I was okay with it. My improv skills are very much reduced right now. <laughs> uh, but that was, that was, uh, that was, it was just a really fun game. And uh, I'm, I'm now, here's the annoying thing. I bought a game this week. Oh, okay. It, it's been delivered. Uh-huh. I've had the game for several days. Uh-huh. Have I played it? No. no. I don't have the time for that anymore. 
fucking dick being an adult. <laughs> being an adult is a fucking dick. It is. It is. I, I'm looking at it now. I've got the game. It's right there. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, is it in my ge- Is it in my console? No. No, it's still in the cellophane. That's where it is. Hopefully I'll be able to talk about it next week. Hopefully. I hope so. No, what have you been playing? Okay, I'm going to do this really, really quick. Okay. Uh, first of all, Alien Isolation. Let's talk about <laughs> that, right? First of all, what a game. Uh, second of all, I'm getting better at it. Uh, third of all, I had some lucky escapes <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I didn't know four-leaf clovers could grow on a space station, I but was apparently just, they're all in your spacesuit. It was just moments where I was just like, that alien's definitely seen me. It's definitely seen me and left me alone. Like, yeah. um, it was just insane. And, oh, I was I was really gutted that one where, it, like, it literally had its back to me. I was behind it. And then the guy shot it. And I went after the guy and I thought, yes. And then it came back. Uh, it was just like, oh, I remember you're here now. Uh, was, yeah. Was, yeah. So but, you were in my peripheral. Yeah. <laughs> I I think like I'm understanding the game better, um, which yeah. means I'm improving. But the thing is, as I improve, the alien improves. So it makes it harder. And it's just like, what? It's, it makes you work. I have criticisms of the game. I went over this in my stream, but I will repeat mm. them here. Yeah. My criticism of this game is that it takes too long. It's a little bit too slow. And what I mean by that, it's slow in a good way in terms of your atmosphere and in terms of having to go back and forth and do stuff. The problem is, is that when you die, the save mechanic is so unforgiving. If you have mm. not managed to find a save point, you are going, you don't know how far back you're going to go. It could be miles back and that is a flaw what there needs to be in the game is some form of save points are where you can end your game but during the game there needs to be checkpoints especially especially if you've just done a cutscene. oh yeah jesus that was really frustrating last night is that i watched a cutscene, then i died and i had to do the cutscene all over again like that was not skippable either yeah it's not skippable so that's a real frustration in the game it's a small one but it's a real one because i can see how that would put you off playing the game you know if you think about it the other night i died eight times eight times jumping back to the same point every single time yeah Now, imagine if I'd managed to get further and then died and then had to jump all the way back to that spot. I would be so frustrated with this game. Oh, yeah. To the point where I'd go, well, I'm not playing it because... I imagine if you weren't streaming, you would have stopped playing it before the eighth time. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. But I do love the game at the same time. I think it's really, really good. The atmosphere is stunning. The mechanics are amazing. And it makes you think so much more about... Because you can't just attack. No. You, you can't. So you've got to be... Sm- Anything. Like, not yeah. even the working Joes. You yeah. can't. You can't you've do it. You've got to be so much smarter about what you do. And I'm enjoying it for that. So I am enjoying yeah. it. I'm obviously going to continue playing it because I'm streaming it. So there's that. Did... did uh, Just quickly add, did, uh, did Bernie tell you about some messages at all? Oh, did you message her to tell her to come and scare me? Well, I said, I said to her, I went, I'm not saying this, but 
happened. Someone has put the idea out there. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I can throw a cushion maybe. <laughs> the So the other thing, uh, so the other thing I've been playing is yeah. t- today I picked up for the first time in a, God, it's about a month or two, uh, mm. Fallen Order. Oh, wow. Okay. So where, yeah. where were you up to? Where are you up well, to? Well, so here's my, so this is another game that I think is really unforgiving. And that's why, I, and exactly why I stopped it. Um, I was on Kashyyyk and it's the point where you go up the lift and you've got to fight a K2SO. I'm just going to say K2SO. Uh, it is. It's, it's yeah. Imperial droids. Yes. Yeah. An Imperial security droid. You've got, and there's two flamethrower troopers. And then if you defeat the flamethrower troopers, they're replaced by four stormtroopers and two shock baton troopers. And then if you, repl- and you've still got to fight the, the security droid at the same time. And then mm-hmm. if they, you beat all of them, then it's an ATST. And it's like, Oh yes. You're on the top platform. bit. Oh, like, yeah. And it took me like six attempts to get it done. Can I tell you, can I yeah. tell you, that is, the, that's, that's moment right there. That scene right there was where I went, fuck it. I'm playing this on easy for the rest <laughs> of the game. Do you know what? I, I almost hit that. I almost hit that. But it's, it's such, the problem with this versus Ace, the problem with Jedi Fallen Order versus uh, Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation looks good for a game that was released, what, five, six years ago? Yes. Set. Yeah, six yeah. years ago. Yeah. It looks good. The really graphics good. look good. Yeah. The story is good. The it, the immersion is so, so good. Everything is really good about it. It just has this flaw about the save points and how long it takes. Fallen Order has a similar problem. It's so mm. hard mm. and so unforgiving. And if you don't, get a meditation and then that's the other problem i've got as well as soon as you meditate to rest to save the game and recover some energy everything comes back that's yeah that's 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 where it's really like i don't know what the meeting was where they talked about that yeah but that's too much that is too much all of these things are terrible and alien isolation has a similar problem as i mentioned with checkpoints save points whatever the reason I think Alien Isolation is a better game than Fallen Order is that Fallen Order doesn't pull me in as much story-wise, mm. but especially graphics-wise. It just does not look like a game that has been released in the last couple of years. It looks no. older than Alien Isolation. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And that's disappointing. There are yeah. points where it gets to a cutscene and I go... Why? How much Botox has this Jedi undergone? Because <laughs> his face is not moving. <laughs> like, Worse than when... Oh, no, you haven't seen Gotham, have you? No. He's in Gotham. The the the, the, the main guy from is Jedi he? Fallen Order. He's Joker. Oh, brilliant. He's Joker, essentially. Well, he's not quite Joker. He 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 plays twins. There's uh, Jeremiah and yeah. um, uh, another another J name I forget, but um, but yeah, it, he. Um, I know. You, I, I I do know what you mean that it doesn't look as good and it doesn't immerse you. And also, the other thing that Alien Isolation has is that when you die, you've learned something. Yes, you haven't learned anything in Jedi Fallen no. Order. It was just unfair. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It was just unfair. 
So I've picked it up again. I'm playing it offline. I want to finish it. I think I'm going to drop it down to easy because I'm just, I can't be arsed. I can't it's, be arsed. It's not, it's not fun. No, it's, it's not, not fun. It's not fun. And that's really disappointing because I want to like this game a lot more than I do. Anyway, one other game I've been playing. Um, it only came out yesterday. Mm. It's only available on Apple Arcade. Oh, okay. It's an RPG Star Trek game. Oh, give me, take my money. What? It's called Star Trek Legends. Now, the backstory is the Nexus never disappeared, did it? It's still floating around the universe. Yeah, of course. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's pulling people out of time into the Nexus. So it's like affecting all sorts of time periods. Um, You are the captain of a starfleet vessel that has been designed to enter the nexus and stop it to try and stop it to try and prevent it and when you go in it's mad so the first character you meet your whole crew disappears so you've got to try and rebuild your crew with whoever you manage to get in the nexus the first three crew members i've ended up with are michael burnham Lieutenant Commander Worf and Leonard McCoy. Oh. Yeah. Freaking cool. Yeah. I would watch that movie. And I'm fighting Cardassians right now. Um, but I'm also now fighting Kim or I'm, Chloe. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, I've just fought I just fought Gold Cat. Yeah, it was a shit joke. I know, I know. I was ignoring it. (laughs) You ignored it it completely. I I just ignored it. I wasn't going to give you the, um, I wasn't going to give you the, yeah. (laughs) But I've just fought Gold to Cat and I've just fought Janeway as well. Fought Janeway? Yeah, so it turns out. How dare you? No, no, no. There's a good good reason for it. Um, She's not really Janeway. Uh, She better not be. Um, But the point is, it's, I've only played a little bit of it, but. It's it's really fun. It's a it's a, it's an RPG game. You've got it's a turn based game. Uh, so you got to. Oh. Is it phone or on the computer? Um, it's on phone. It's on iPad, and it's on computer. Oh god damn it! Don't make and, me spend more money. And do you know what's really cool? Is I started playing it on my phone, and then mm. I went. I wonder if this works on my computer. So I went on my computer, loaded it up. And it loaded my game exactly from where it had stopped on the phone. Fuck, man. That's so cool. It's so cool. It's oh so very cool. Oh, my God. Welcome yeah. to the ASMR Gigator. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the other thing I've been playing. I'm actually, and I, I can see myself getting proper immersed in that. I may even stream it. Can, is, is it, is it, can, can, can we play it together? No, I don't know. I don't know, actually. Is it, is it multiplayer? I don't know. Because I've been, I have to say, I've been toying with the idea of restarting Star Trek Online on the PlayStation. I've oh, been yeah, toying yeah. with that. I've yeah, been toying yeah. with that. Me too. And I know that's cross-platform. We should do that. We we, we kind of should. Yeah. That feels like totally on brand. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and just quickly, there's a little bit of news. There's a little bit of news. Go Someone's on. been listening to our streams, um, especially mine and Stream Gene. Uh, where we've constantly talked about there should be a game where you're a bounty hunter, maybe on Coruscant. Yep. They're doing a game of Boba Fett 
on Coruscant. Uh, and it's called something like Star Wars 1313. And, 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 and it's like set in the before times, like in, oh. in the sort of, um, the, uh, what's it? The age of rebellion. Uh, and yeah, it's, okay. it, it's okay, going to okay. be an open world Coruscant game. Well, in that case, if anyone is listening, <laughs> here's my proposal. Red Dead Redemption. In space. Based in the Star Trek universe. Ooh, okay. Open world, Star Trek universe. So it's, I know we can go, oh, but we've got Star Trek online, but it's not quite the same, is it? Right? Like Assassin's Creed, where they like you go into the holodeck and finish your... Imagine it, imagine it, imagine it. You play as one character, right? And you're, you can be part, you're part of a crew, right? And you can do things like upgrade your ship and stuff like that, yeah? But the idea is that as long as you have a solid story to do the actual st- the game, and then, but it's a completely open world. And oh, then- so you are saying open world Star Trek for a minute? Then I thought you meant like like you land on a planet and you have to live Red Dead Redemption, but with a tricorder. No, um, no, I mean no. open world Star Trek, like proper open world open Star, world Star, Star yes. Trek. Not that would Star- be great. Star Trek Online is fine, but I mean like proper open world Star Trek. Well, No Man's Sky, basically. Yes, I want No Man's Sky. Yeah. But Star Trek. Yeah. Perfect. That's why actually you should get Mass Effect when the remastered version comes out, because that is the closest to a Star Trek game that has ever been. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll look into that. Yeah. Shall we? Mm. Shall we season this podcast? We should. Um, I want to say I've got the peri-peri salt for this one, but... um, I don't, let the, we'll let the we'll let the listeners decide how spicy this is. Let's roll the music first. Yes. Salt, salt. How much do you need? Salt, salt. With just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory. When we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. That, and also wait for the siren to is go away. Is that sirens on it? <laughs> ah, okay, okay. I was like, is that my end? I mean, like, no, no, that's me. No, that's you. That's, that's me. Okay. That's cool. me. And also, my my upstairs neighbour is singing again. No, I, can't, so, I can't hear that, but I can definitely. Oh, you can't hear that. Okay, good. All right, this Bring sodium story. I mean, could it be real? Pinch of salt is required. Hence the sodium. Yep. Here's the headline, and the the headline is raised as a question. So here's my best Ron Burgundy. Disney to make two different versions of Deadpool 3 with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Shall I just read this article? Uh, Go for it. Because it's it's not many paragraphs. I'll, I'll, I'll skim. Uh, Disney might have solved a problem they were having with an upcoming movie. Could they have found a way to handle what may have been some creative differences around language, content, violence, and basically all of the things that come into question when the rating agencies get their hands on a movie? It seems that with Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool 3, the studio might be getting a little creative. And it doesn't sound like the worst idea in the world either. Jesus fucking Christ, who wrote this? Who wrote this? Um, According to Insider, Insider, fucking Insider... Daniel Richtman. Ah! Who's he inside of? Who's he inside of? Uh, Fucking no no one. Fucking no one. No one will let him inside. (laughs) 
Disney is actively considering putting out two versions of the movie, one for PG-13, the more family-friendly crowd, and the other rated mm. R for those who have enjoyed the um tone of previous Deadpool movies. That's how it was written. They put the um in there. Fucking twats. Anyway, whether the new rumoured rumored plan by Disney to create Deadpool films in parallel, separated by their ratings, comes into fruition remains to be seen. But man, does it ever make a lot of sense now that I've seen the idea. I don't think I can imagine another path. No, I can imagine another path. Just make the movie. Just just make yeah. the R-rated Deadpool movie. The only reason they did the um, PG-13 one of Deadpool 2 was for charity, I believe. That yeah. was, the, didn't money, wasn't the money raised for charity with that one? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So so that's why. This but, is a complete but, non-starter of a story because I'm pretty sure they've already said that they're going to let Deadpool be Deadpool. Yeah, they've said that it will still be rated R. I know uh, I I know I read another sodium story that we we never used, uh, but there was one where it was like Ryan Reynolds is close to walking away from the character of Deadpool. No, he's not. Yeah. He he is not going to walk away from that character. Not at all. I think I think if if anything was to happen, if they stopped making the movies, Ryan Reynolds would be the voice in the video games. Sorry, Nolan North. I know it's kind of your gig doing the Deadpool voice in the games, but I think people would prefer Ryan Reynolds. And if you know, if he if he didn't do the game, if he sorry didn't do the movies, he'd do the games. Yep. He's got <sighs> the you know he doesn't need the money, but I know he loves the character. Yeah. I, so I I don't know. I, it seems like too much work to, 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 it's fine to sort of do it and then go, well, wouldn't this be a fun idea? Which is how the Deadpool, Once Upon a Deadpool sort of happened. Was like, what if we framed this with Fred Savage yeah. and did it like Princess but it, Bride? It was, it was on brand. It was on brand. Yes. Like, yes. This is not on brand. This is just bullshit. This is not even salt. This is, this no. This is the salt, the earth salt. <laughs> no, no. This is the salt that you'd leave in a bowl in your, um, in your in your wardrobe to suck up the moisture. Yeah. Do you remember when we people used to do that? How old are you? I'm very old. <laughs> I was, I, I, I'm not even going to entertain this story. It's got our Daniel. Oh. Daniel fucking Richtman, the insider, i.e. his Patreon account. Look, don't let him inside anywhere unless he's wrapped in rubber. Yep. Yep. Like Deadpool. You need protection um, from that. You need protection (laughs) from that because even the name Daniel Richtman just sounds diseased. Sorry to all the Daniel Richtman listeners to this podcast. Uh, We we, uh, we, we are aware that other Daniel Rickmans exist. You have a choice in Daniel Rickmans that you may want to... (laughs) Ah, uh, no, I'm done with this. I, that's a ridiculous story. That's just ridiculous. It ridiculous. It's, not even, it's not even like yeah. take a pinch of salt. This is like, it's reaching. It's ridiculous. How Especially, often has Daniel Richtman like, been right? I've got the internet. <laughs> is that a question you can type in? How often has Daniel Richtman been right? How do I spell his surname? R-I-C-H-T-M-A-N. Exactly as it sounds. Yeah, Richtman. Um, no, it's not a question I can ask, answer. Okay. Did you ask Jeeves? I, I asked Google. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. He's just the worst. He's, he's just, the worst. he's just the worst. 
Can we get him on the podcast and just have him on mute and then we just talk <laughs> bad about him? Joining us here is Daniel Rickman. Hey, Daniel Rickman, what do you have to say there? No, you can't say your words. Um, <laughs> let's move on because this has annoyed me. So, sorry, Daniel, you can't take part unless you subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. There we go. <laughs> anyway, that's the sodium story. Let's move on. Salt, salt. How much do you need? Salt, salt. With just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. I am so disappointed in that. <laughs> it's it's terrible. The fact that that actually got written. Yeah. It got written and then published on a website. And then I had to read it. I um I need something to cheer me up. I need, you to need to cheer it up now. Do you, do you know what will cheer you up? Do you know, do you know what this weekend is? Although by the time the listeners, this, this will be a distant memory by the time the listeners get yep, to this. Yep. But, um, but do you know what this weekend that we're recording this is? What? It's Easter weekend. Yay! Chocolate. Chocolate, lots of chocolate. And also lots of, well, shall we, shall we play the music for what this section is? Three, two, one, go. When your brain is in a twist Cause you've got to make a list Of the best things of all time Or the worst things we can find It's a fair and fabulous Phenomenal fantastic fight I just counted myself in <laughs> And also completely in a different tempo To the actual I know. <laughs> You did a three count for what is essentially a four beat, four, four, four song. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. This is the angriest Rick's ever been at me. I'm not angry. Disappointed in myself. I want to go lie down. You'll get to lie down when we're done. I'm really tired. We've got work to do. Okay. What are we doing? Speaking of work, I'm going to drink some wine. Um, so, Fantastic Five. <laughs> Fantastic Five. So it's Easter weekend um, and it's all about Easter eggs. So we thought, wouldn't it be good? Because do you know what our favourite films are full of? Easter eggs. I was going to say actors. Well, there is that as well. <laughs> um, now, I will probably say uh, I'm pretty confident that neither Rick nor myself have picked anything from the film that genuinely has Easter eggs as their Easter eggs, which was Ready Player One. <laughs> it genuinely does. <laughs> also, like, that film, you can't pick Easter eggs out of that film. That whole film is a reference. Like, no, no. No, yeah, that was the other thing. Like, when yeah. I was putting this list together, it was just like, Ready Player One is just out of bounds, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just completely out of bounds. It's out cheating. Bounds. It's it really literally is. cheating. So, let's, and uh, also, are they Easter eggs or are they cameos? Most of it's just cameos from either objects or, I mean, well, I guess that's inherently what uh, an Easter egg is. It's a, yeah. it's a cameo of an object or a reference to something. Exactly. So, yeah, it doesn't count. So, and also, also, the concept of Easter eggs wasn't the first of those. Like Easter eggs used to be things that hidden in a dvd menu screen no no no. it's older than that it's what they say in the movie is actually true that was the first easter egg it was a hidden in the um in the game oh the 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 yeah. the, the the game i forget what yeah. it adventure adventure yeah yeah 
Okay, that's the that, first that, Easter, an Easter egg. egg is something hidden inside like a game, a magazine, uh, like a comic or like a TV show, whatever. Something's hidden that is referenced to something else or mm. something that is hidden that is supposed to be like a, a distraction or a bit of fun or a nod to something in the game in whatever the, okay. the, the the material the media yes out or out yeah it's just outside but it's mm. outside of the original source stuff okay mm-hmm. okay okay <coughs> okay <coughs> so me. you are not excused <coughs> now that we have the definition yes according to the oxford english oh, i hate people who do that by the way anyone who ever <laughs> starts any presentation like oh we're gonna do a presentation on teamwork now, teamwork, as defined by the Oxford English Dictionary, shut the f- Get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it means you have no content. Um, okay, so we know what Easter eggs are. Yes. We're going to talk about our Fantastic Five Easter mm. eggs from... Well, just Fantastic Five Easter eggs. Yeah. I'll go first. From Craig okay, Egg. you go no. first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. I'm happy go to go, go first. Go first. Go first. Okay. Uh, at number five for me, it is the blue meth in Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what first you're talking about. Season, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch second it. Second episode. Oh, sec- yeah, was it second episode? I think it was first or second what, episode. the first season of Walking Dead? Yeah. Was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I must have missed it. I did watch the first season yeah, of Walking yeah. Dead. They open a bag. It's a bag of meth. It's all blue. It's the meth from Breaking Bad, which means Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead exist in the same universe. Wasn't the uh, the, 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 the the rumor that the blue meth was the was cause, cause of the Yeah, yeah, someone <laughs> put that together, and I kind of like that as well. Um, I do too. Yeah, yeah. But I just love that. I love that little nod, and especially because, I'm okay, I'm not as big a fan of The Walking Dead as I used to be, but when Walking Dead first came out, I was like, this show's amazing, and Breaking Bad's amazing. It was just nice to have that little nod to the other show in there. So that's my number five, the blue meth from Breaking Bad appearing in The Walking Dead. Very nice. I like it. I like it. Very good. Very good start. My number five is uh, something simple. It's the Infinity Gauntlet in the first Thor. Ah. Now, at the time, the Infinity Saga was not really conceived, not in our minds. Yeah. So it wasn't, I, I wouldn't call it foreshadowing. Nope. I, I wouldn't call it Thor shadowing either. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Cancel. Rick is... He looks cancelled. <laughs> anyway, the Thor shadowing, sorry. Um, the Infinity Gauntlet, for a start, it was the wrong arm. Uh, but I thought it was it was a nice touch because, again, Kenneth Browner made that film and yeah. I don't think he had in mind that, you know, there's been, at that point... Um, at that point, there was no Infinity Stones ever mentioned. Like, the Tesseract wasn't a thing yet. The Mind Stone wasn't a thing yet. No, there, was, there was nothing. It was. I don't even think they uh, had it in mind in the writers' room at that point. Yep. So it was a nice Easter egg that they were able to retcon later on and go, it was a fake. So it's it's not like they forgot. It wasn't like a forgotten Easter egg. It was an Easter egg that they were able to correct down the line. And I just thought it was it was a nice nod. And yeah, maybe you could. And I'll say the right way. Foreshadowing. Maybe it could. It was both. But yeah, that's my that's my number five. Cool. Good shout. Good shout. Mm-hmm. Mm. Your number four, sir. My number four is 
The Millennium Falcon in First Contact. <laughs> it's there. It it's is. There. No, you're it's right. there yeah. in a blink and you'll miss it. And that's because um, the people who do the effects for literally everything is ILM. Uh, they have a lot of artifacts and they snuck in the Millennium Falcon into the sequence where Starfleet are trying to stop the Borg cube on its march to Earth. And it's very briefly there in the background. It just zips past, traveling faster than 12 parsecs, which is a fucking unit of distance, not <laughs> They corrected that in Solo. Yeah, yeah. They did, actually. It was actually pretty good how they did it. It was pretty good. I actually yeah, quite yeah, like yeah. it. I like Solo. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the Millennium Falcon is very briefly in the background of that battle sequence in First Contact. And I love it. I love it. Both franchises that I enjoy a lot coming together. Yeah. So that's my number four. I like four. it. Guess what my number four is? What's your number four? R2-D2 in J.J. Abrams' Star Trek 2009. <laughs> <laughs> Such a pivotal scene where he actually brings the Death Star plans to Captain Kirk. <laughs> But yeah, it's the same. It's the same premise as yours, where uh, it's it's when um, the Enterprise arrives at Vulcan, yep. uh, and all of the other Armada ships have been utterly fucked. Yep. And in the debris, R two D two just goes, Whee! and he goes. He yeah. just flies it's away. So just, blink and you miss it again. You have but, to pause. You can't see it yeah, really yeah. with the naked eye. You have to pause, and it's wonderful. And you know what? This is this is what's lovely. Star Trek is the bigger man. Star Trek is the bigger man. Because can you imagine in a Star Wars film, they'd put the Enterprise in the background? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or there Data in the background? No, no. Can you imagine they'd do that? No. We've had no. two Star Trek films here. Because they're petty. Not even, hey, hey, I'll give you another Easter egg from Star Trek. <laughs> Just a, this is a that? bonus one. You know the explosion of Praxis? Yeah. That's a Death Star. In what way? That's the Death Star explosion. Oh, what really? What they like, yeah, sort of like they slow, use, they well, not slow the effect, down. They but... reuse this, the effect for the Death Star explosion. Oh, of course, that yeah. exploded. Sorry, I was yeah. I, for a minute. Then, I, yeah, no, no, don't worry. You I don't thought need the to Death Star ex- blew up Praxis? Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I yeah, thought yeah, it yeah. might have. Yeah, yeah, it could have. It might have. Could have. It deserved uh, it. Yeah, true. Um, over, <laughs> overmining. Um, overmining. And... But yeah, but R two D two in Star Trek two thousand nine. <laughs> Millennium Star Falcon in Greenpeace. <laughs> What would it be in space? What would Greenpeace, because it's not green in space, what would Greenpeace be in space? Black space. Well, no, because... Of, Which you know sounds what? really racist. It, <laughs> oh. No, but do, do you know, I, I learned this from QI, and uh, if, if, if any of the QI elves listen, please correct me if I'm wrong. Did you remember in QI where they, they, they say, what is the colour of space? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's not got a colour. It's beige. It's beige. It's beige. The colour of space is beige. I have no strong feelings one way or another. (laughs) Here's the neutral planet from Futurama. That's that's space. All I know is my heart says maybe. (laughs) Tell my wife hello. But okay. yeah, anyway, yeah, let's move. We've we've strayed from these strikes. That was mine. It's you. What's your number three? My number three is... Uh, Glamdring in Game of Thrones. Okay, I have no idea, so explain. Okay, Glamdring is the name of Gandalf's sword. Oh, okay. 
and Gandalf's sword is one of the swords on the Iron Throne. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, like... It's totally sick. I mean, I, 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 I love that. There's not much more to say about it, really. But I just love that the fact that Gandalf's, Gandalf the Grey, it's Gandalf the Grey specifically, his sword yeah. is there on the Iron Throne. And then one of Danny's fucking dragons melts that sword down. Mm. <sighs> no respect. No respect. <sighs> I can't believe no one mentioned that in your Clash of Fandoms the other day. <laughs> I know, right? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but I'm not there to help the contestants. No, no. You're there to judge them. Yes. <laughs> and what's your did so well. What was your number three? My number three. Uh, this one is from a video game. Go on. So this is an Easter egg that didn't exist in the original video game. So you know I like Shadow of the Colossus, yes. right? You know, you know I love those games. Yes. So Shadow of the Colossus came out, uh, and then some time passed, and then The Last Guardian came out, which is another game that I absolutely adore. Uh, and then they released a remastered version of Shadow of the Colossus. Yep. Now, in the remastered version of Shadow Colossus, and it's not just, uh, sorry, it's not remastered. It's a remake. They completely built the game again from the ground up. Oh, cool. Uh, they didn't just correct the graphics. They completely redid it. And in that remake, there is a new section, just a tiny little section in the woods yep. where you can end up in this little cavey type area mm. and you find a barrel and it's the barrels that you feed Trico in The Last Guardian with. Oh, my God. And it's this lovely little Easter egg, which is just like, yeah, this is kind of connecting the universes. It's the same game makers. The, the, all of those games that they made are tenuously connected. Like, it's it's not 100%, but ambiguous enough that you can believe that they're all intertwined. But it was just a lovely moment to sort of end up there and go, oh, there's there's the barrel. Did you cry? No. I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice one. I like that. I like but that's, that. it was, it was just nice for a game that came out, another game mm. that came out, game was remade and then yep. referenced the one in between. I just, it's, it's, it, yeah, as I say, it's, it's a bit convoluted, but I love it. That's how you anyway. reward fans without pandering to them. Spot on, spot on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, what is your number two? Oh, uh, my number two is a bit interesting. It is an Easter egg, but it's also a mystery. In the, it's a game. It's a, I've got a game related one as well now. Cool. Um, it's it is an Easter. So what I like about this is, um, it's unrelated to the main narrative of the game. But the game itself is one of these ones that's so vast and has such a rich world in it. I mean, it's full of Easter eggs in its own right. The game is GTA V. Okay. Right. The specific Easter egg is the mystery of Bigfoot. Right. Bigfoot exists in the game. All right. And is you it... can search for Bigfoot in that's... this game. Now that would that now the way you're going to win me over with this is if it's the Bigfoot from Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, you can you can search for Bigfoot. 
in the hills. That's pretty good. I like G- that. Of, of, yeah, outside Los Santos in GTA 5. And it is... I love the Grand Theft Auto games because, and, and Red Dead as well, because of mm. the amount of depth these uh, games have outside of the main narrative. You can spend hours in the game just searching for stuff and just finding random things. There's uh, the other Easter egg I did want to put in potentially as well, but I didn't go for it in the end. I went for the Bigfoot one because I love the Bigfoot mystery. Mm. But in Red Dead Redemption 2, if you go to a certain train station at a certain time, there will be a certain individual there with white hair who will just shout out Great Scott. Now, I remember you saying you could hear him say Great Scott in another podcast. We talked about that and yeah, you said no, you I, could I, hear I, someone I saw, say that. Yeah. This time you could see him. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Great Scott. That's great. So Wonderful. anyway, that, and that's what I like. Like those, those rock star fill their games with so many little <laughs> Easter eggs like that. But this has to be my favorite one. Bigfoot. That's wonderful. Yeah. Bigfoot and GTA five. A playable Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. One you can interact with and you like, you can proper go into the mystery. You can proper search for Bigfoot, find clues and everything like that. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well done those people. Well done. Okay. What's yours? Number two. M- my number two was something that was in a film where future films weren't even conceived. We maybe in comics, they'd been conceived, but in films, it was only something ever hinted at. Yeah. And when we saw this, we thought, Oh my God, it's going to happen. (laughs) It took about 15 years for it to happen. And then by that point we wished it never had happened. But at the end of predators two, yep. You see the Predator's trophy cabinet and amongst that trophy cabinet was the skull of a xenomorph. (laughs) And you just think, holy shit, we're going to see this one day. Aliens and Predators together. It made you excited. And also you just thought, that's pretty cool. Aliens and Predators living together. That's hysteria. But yeah, that that do you remember that moment? Do you remember seeing that moment for the first time yeah. and going like, "Oh yeah, shit!" Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! Like that that was like an Easter egg that really made your jaw drop. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's that's something that I think it's was just pretty a shame special. What came out of it? <laughs> I will say, I I I. It's not that I think it's a good film. I don't think it's a good film, but it's 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 a bit of a fun watch. That first Alien versus Predator. The second one is atrocious. The first one, the first one is 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 enjoyable trash. Okay, you. you but that's go with not that. what we're talking about here. That's no. not what we're talking about here. The Easter egg in Predator. T- it's. Do you know how hard it is to say Predator Two? It's very hard to say. <laughs> it's really hard to say, <laughs> especially after a couple of glasses of wine. Aww. But uh, but yeah, that's my number two. Cool. What's your number one? Uh, Riker. No, um, just the concept of Riker. Uh, no, it's the golden joystick he uses to control. It was a Games Master reference all along. It's the way he sits on chairs. It's- <laughs> what is that an Easter egg to? Who sits on chairs like that? He know. invented that move. The the BFG. I don't <laughs> No, um, mine is... The Pizza Planet truck appearing in every Pixar film. It really does, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. 
It's there in every... I mean, like, cause the obvious one, if you talk about Pixar films, is to talk about John Ratzenberger. Um, but... Or, or, or the number... Um, 113? A113. A113. A113, which is the room that all... Is the classroom that all the animators yeah. learned yeah, how to animate. Yeah. But I've gone for the Pizza Planet truck because it appears in that first Toy Story... That yep. second Toy Story, that third Toy Story, that fourth Toy Story, we see it in Ruins and Wally. We see it. Uh, we see. We see a in Soul. We see um, an apparition of it. Right. Uh, we see it as a toy car in uh, Brave. Uh, we see it. It's everywhere. Is it's, it? Uh, is it? Uh, is it um, a talking uh, van in Cars? Oh, I can't remember. I think it might. I do remember a- seeing it in Coco. I do yep. remember seeing it in Coco. Um, I don't remember seeing it in Seoul. It's in Seoul, but you have to zoom in. You have to zoom in. You know when we they go gotta, into the. You know when they go into the room to try and find their passion. Right, uh, it's in there. Yeah, it's in there. Um, okay, so okay, I've just d twenty three dot com. Where to find the iconic Pizza Planet trucks in Pixar films? You ready for this? Okay, that's so, amazing. Uh, Toy Story. Come on. Yeah. We know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. A Bug's Life. Oh. It's outside, the, ca- yeah. it's outside the caravan um, of yeah. where the Bug's Life takes place. Yeah. Right. Uh, Toy Story 2. They drive it. The toys actually drive it. Monsters, Inc. Takes place... It's exactly the same as A Bug's Life in the trailer at the end when Randall gets thrown into that trailer. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. here we go. Um, Which also links Monsters, Inc. to Bug's Life directly. I mean, they all, it's kind of hinted, they all take place in the same universe anyway. Yeah. Uh, Finding Nemo. So, you know, when they escape the dentists. It's, yeah, I was about to say, it's got to be outside the dentist. Yeah, you you see when they escape the dentist. Uh, cars, it's a fan, um, in the, outside the piston cup. You didn't want uh, the well, cup. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I was thinking it could, part of me thought, was it like just one of the sort of derelict cars when they're in the, the you know. Yeah. No, the, no, no, it's, 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 it's one of, it's actually outside the, uh, I'm looking at the image of it now. Um, Ratatouille. Well, yeah, yeah. So, you know, when they're, um, you know, when. Skinner's chasing Remy through the streets and he's on his, uh, he, he goes onto the, the moped and they I've go down. I've seen Ratatouille. <laughs> You're watching this podcast end in slow motion right now because that's how Rick just reacted to that. We're stopping the podcast now. You're going to watch Ratatouille, realise it is one of the best Pixar films and then come back to me. Okay. Uh, but it's in there. Wally, we've already spoken about. Up. You can see it when Russell's being dangled over the city. Okay, yeah. Yep. And you can also see it again at the end, um, parked up outside the ice cream place. Nice. Okay. Do you think this is all just setting up one amazing Pizza Planet movie? 
Oh, absolutely. Toy Story 3, they're riding on the bumper of it. Cars 2, it appears on the TV. Um, and it's also, again, another fan. Uh, as I said, in Brave, it's a toy wooden car. Uh, Monsters University, it's parked outside the fraternity. Um, in, in Inside Out, it appears as a memory. You know one of the memories? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's in one of her memories. It's okay, in one of the yeah. memories. Uh, one of the balls. Um, in the last die, in the good dinosaur. Oh yeah, how would it be in there? It's in one of the rocks. What? Just a drawing of it, like an avant-garde sort of like. Oh, so the rock looks like a, yeah, right, 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 right. So the yeah. rock is in the shape of yeah, a piece yeah, kind yeah. of van, right? Uh, Finding Dory is at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Cars three. It's one of the demolition cars, demolition derby cars. Coco, it drives past, as you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of the establishing shots. Yeah. Incredibles two, it's uh, out. It's um, when the fight happens between Elastigirl and Screenslaver, they fall mm. outside, and it's just there. Yeah. Toy Story four, it's a tattoo on uh, the car, the Carney's leg. Yep. <laughs> Uh, onward. One film where they didn't need to do that kind of a yeah, yeah. thing. Jesus. On, it's an it's an onward uh, parked up at the drive-in movie theater, um, and in Seoul, it's in the hall of everything. Um, the only movie it's not in is The Incredibles. Interesting. So there you go. It is. My, that's my number one. Is the Pizza Planet car from the Pizza Planet truck? I'm saying they're going to one day remaster The Incredibles, and it will be put in there. Yes. They're going to George so. Lucas that shit. Uh, okay, what's your number one? My number one is of the same ilk. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's a vehicle that yeah. has been in multiple films. Yeah. And that is the Oldsmobile <laughs> that has been in every Sam Raimi film. Cool. Every single one. It's Ash's car in the Evil Dead films. Yeah. Even to the point where it gets sent back in time for Army yeah, of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. It's Uncle Ben's car in Spider-Man, oh which God, is then yeah. seen in every Spider-Man film because of every flashback. It is... Uh, do you know what? It's even in The Quick and the Dead, which is a Western. Yeah. But it's under a tarpaulin. Oh my God. It's like it's just under, It's just under a cloth. It is in every film that he's done. I'm just, uh, it's the old lady's car in Drag Me to Hell. It's, uh, I'm trying to think of Sam Raimi films now off the top of my head. I'm wondering how it's going to be in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness because it's yeah. going to be in there. Yeah. Because yeah. it's Sam Raimi's car. Yeah. It's his car. It's like, I think it's the car, his first ever car and it's just now been in every film he's ever done. Wow. So it's like, it becomes a game. Like, like when watching Pixar, where's the Pizza Planet thing? It becomes a thing. I'm watching a Sam Raimi film. Where's the car? <laughs> if the car's not in here, it's not a Sam Raimi film. Brilliant. I love it. And and it's, yeah. Uh, so it, and that to me, I think is a, a nice little touch. Whereas I guess with Pixar, the difference is, is all the Pixar films are different directors. Yeah. Hence though, while when you see this car, you know, you're watching a Sam Raimi film this because it's true, the Oldsmobile. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's great. It's, it's not an Easter egg and this is the, it's, it's, it's again, it's an Easter egg to a person. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like their signature in, in a way, you know, in a painting yeah. where you yeah, get yeah, course, the, yeah. the signature in the bottom of the painting. It's his signature, even though his name is going to be at the beginning and end of that film. Mm. It's, it's, it just needed that little bit there just to say, this is my film. 
Nice. So it's not referencing Evil Dead. It's not referencing Spider-Man. It's not mm-hmm. referencing, certainly not referencing Quick and the Dead. No one even knows what that film is. I think I might be the only person who knows about that film. But that's what's beautiful about that Easter egg is that it's not a reference to another property. Mm-hmm. It's a reference to the creator. And what an Easter egg to, to 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 have what a thing to be able to do and well done he obviously has a lot of care for car maintenance <laughs> yes but he also has the money to achieve car maintenance on that level <laughs> i'm sure that the, this is hold on oh my god we've got a new ship of theseus if the oldsmobile has a new engine and new body paneling <laughs> is it still the oldsmobile <laughs> wonderful love it so yeah that's our fantastic five when your brain is in a twist cause you've got to make a list of the best things of all time or the worst things we can find it's a fair and fabulous phenomenal fantastic five loved it loved it (laughs) i feel now though we don't we don't even have an easter egg in the podcast i'm disappointed with us (laughs) well now i'm sad (laughs) (laughs) Uh, listeners please send us your easter eggs (laughs) just not not like references just send us your actual easter eggs i want it doesn't have to be an easter egg just send us your chocolate just send chocolate just send your chocolate care of p.o box The oh. land of chocolate. <laughs> oh, this has been fun. But we hope you yes. have enjoyed it because that is the end of the podcast. No, yeah. I want it to go on forever. No, I know. But look, yeah, me too. But we have to stop at some point. And listen, if you have enjoyed this podcast, it's just a couple of things that we ask. Number one. If you have not done so already, please make sure you hit subscribe on whatever platform you are using to listen to this podcast. Number two, if you if you can leave a review for the podcast, please. The better the review, the higher it will climb up in those iTunes rankings or Spotify, wherever you can. Where can we review podcasts? Wherever you can review podcasts. Help us. Just review us. And if you've really enjoyed the podcast, please tell some people about the podcast whether that's in real life or online how can they do that Matt? they can do that by going to facebook and searching the geekatorium they could go to twitter and search for the geekatorium they could go to instagram and search for the geekatorium they could go to twitch they could search for the geekatorium but they'd come up with nothing what they'd need to do is search on twitch for rick carranza or matt blair uk and they will find us there and you can interact with us tell us what your thoughts on the podcast and then if you do that in the chat, that's kind of like free advertising for us because then the other viewers go, hey, what about what, what podcast are you talking about? Well, and then I can put the link up in the chat and people can do it. You know, word of mouth, it's a thing. It works. It really does. It's one of the strongest modes of advertising that, 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 that works. Yep. Genuinely, that's genuinely. Free. We tried Facebook boost posting. That sucked. <laughs> So that's the best thing you can do. If you want to give us that extra bit of support as well, the best thing as well is is Patreon. If you subscribe to Patreon, you can get the odd video clip, you get the odd audio clip. You can also contribute your own Fantastic Five. You give us your lists. Um, the way you can give us those lists is you get access to a special Discord. Uh, if you are one of those that uses a Discord, 
I mean, if you have Patreon and don't use Discord, I'm, I'm sorry. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you have Patreon and Discord, well, you're in luck, son. And daughter. Do people say daughter like they do son? No. They don't, do they? No, because you pronounce God, what son, a misogynistic world we live in. Daughter, daughter. They're, they're completely different words, mate. They've got, no, I know, got but more it's like, letters in it. It's no, like no, but when people go, no, listen, son, they don't say that to a woman, do they? They don't even go, listen, daughter, do they? Listen. No, yeah. Yeah, they don't. What do they say? This got way too serious and we're supposed to be... It really... <laughs> Can we just finish this off? Just look, just look, look, subscribe to my Patreon, tell us your Fantastic Five list, suggest Fantastic Five list for us to rank. Just help us. We want to entertain you and we love you. And if, if you were to just give us a little bit of support on Patreon, then we can love you harder. I worded that wrong. I messed you've, up. You've gone like full... Jerry Maguire on this. Help me help you. Help me help you. Jerry, there's only one thing I want you to say. Show me the money. <laughs> say it with me. <laughs> Folks, I think I've broken Matt right at the end of the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Fuck you, Rick.